Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Campfire Adventures. Y'all, I'm so happy to say that we made it to Texas. I've actually never been here before, which is crazy to me because I've gotten pretty close, but just never came to the state. But I have a very special surprise for all of you listening out there in podcast land. I have some friends here in Texas, and I'm visiting them right now, and I asked them if they'd like to be a part of this stop's episode, and they said yes. So here we are recording. I'd like to give a huge thank you to Tierney, Brittany, and Diamond. Thank you all so much. Hi, pal. <laughs> no, you won't. Yes, you won't. <laughs> for, <laughs> thank you all so much for hanging out with me and <laughs> recording today's story. And then, of course, everybody out there listening to today's story, thank you for being here for another episode of Campfire Adventures. But with all this said, jokes aside, it's time to get into today's story. So grab a drink. We're in Texas, and I'm ready to tell you all today's story. I got this. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I can't stop saying it. Okay. I'm so sorry. I'm ready. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm not sure if y'all know this since living in Texas, but a few hours from where you live now, in Fort Wayne and in the Dallas area, there is a lake called Lake Worth. And within that lake, there's an island. And the island is known as Greer Island. Now. An island isn't that scary, obviously. I mean, depending on if you don't like water or not. But today's story isn't just about the island. It's about what actually lives on this island. And that's what we're going to make this episode on. So back in the day, around the late 1960s, there were reports of a creature lurking and hiding in the forest of Lake Greer. A creature that has now been since known as the Lake Worth Monster. And if you've never heard of this creature or this cryptid, then don't be too hard on yourself because it was only seen for a few months in the year of 1969. It was reported to have been first seen in the early 1969 and actually was first introduced to the public by a reporter named Jim Morris. Apparently, there were multiple couples who had frequented the area around Lake Worth, and they just decided to enjoy their time with their significant others around the lake enjoying the scene and the lake and, you know, whatever happened next would be something that they could have never thought that they would need to escape. So all these couples who visited the lake, of course, it wasn't on the same day. I mean, that would be crazy. I guess it would kind of make sense. But so it wasn't on the same day. And these couples who had frequented this area to just hang out or whatever, they said that there was something watching them, something not necessarily normal it was out of the ordinary and when jim decided that he would ask each of these couples like you know what did you see how did the day go they all said the same thing they pulled up 
having a great time, just enjoying the view, hanging out, listening to some music. And all of a sudden, a creature came out. And while they thought they were alone, they ended up being terrified, knowing that something was in the forest watching them. Some claimed that whatever this thing was jumped on top of their cars. Others said that it just ran out of the woods and came up to them. Now, Jim asked again, for all these couples, can you please just elaborate on what you saw? Like, I don't know. Was it? <laughs> oh, shit. Was Wait, it... <laughs> can I ask, ask questions? Yeah, yeah, you can. No, I, I want you to say whatever you want to say. Just okay. say like, hey, I have a question. Be like, yeah, sure, go ahead. You have a question? Oh, no, I, I did, but I forgot it. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, yeah. If you have a question, be like, wait, wait, can I ask a question real quick? Be like, yeah, sure. So okay. it's not like this was just some armadillo coming out of wherever, you know, or whatever it could have possibly been. But when the people that he asked elaborate on what they saw, they said that it was half man and half goat. Now, apparently, this creature was covered in hair and scales. Which, I mean, scale sounds pretty crazy to be in a combination with hair or fur, whatever you want to call it. But they claimed that that's what they saw. And it stood seven feet tall. And after it scared the couples, it just disappeared. With the story of this cryptid making the news circuits all around Texas and the local area, people started to call this goat man the Lake Worth monster, which we know it was dubbed earlier. But its story was blowing up all over the state more and more people started to come forward with their experiences with the same type of creature. People started to panic. And so law enforcement came into action. The police were fielding different sightings from people, seeing if whatever this creature was, was actually something that the public needed to fear, or maybe if it was just a hoax. Now, I don't think the police were taking these cases seriously because, I mean, come on, seven-foot goat man coming around harassing people, some couples, like, Maybe they just wanted to be famous. Maybe they just wanted to make a, like make their front page in the news. I don't know. But that was the case until a man named John Reichardt came forward and said that his run-in with the lake monster was less than peaceful. Now, apparently, John said that he was in his car when he noticed something following him from the tops of the trees. Now, he started his car, and he decided, you know what? I don't think I want to know what this is. I think I want to get out of the area. So he started to drive away from the lake. And because he had heard stories of this lake monster, I just think that he went out there curious to see, like, maybe I'll see something. You know how you have, like, courage when you don't know that something's real or not, if that makes sense? Right. Like, I don't know if any of you have ever felt like that, but I would be like, oh, yeah, I can go over there and see if the lake monster's real. And then all of a sudden... <laughs> I would not have you know, <laughs> well, I, I want to say, I want to say I would go. And maybe if y'all came with me, that would make it easier. But I think that's what John was thinking. He's like, I'm just going to go and see what happens. And if something happens, cool. If something doesn't happen, then that's cool too. Well, something was happening. And I think he got really scared <laughs> because he didn't want to meet this creature face to face. So he may have not been ready to see the Lake Worth monster, but whatever it was, was ready to meet him. So the creature, hopping through the trees, was able to catch up to John's car. And then it jumped on top of it. And 
I don't know if John got a really good look at whatever this thing was, but whatever it was hung on for dear life. And he was swerving his car left and right, trying to get it to shake off. But whenever it finally did fall off, because he did get it off the top of his roof, it like scratched the whole side of his car. And I think what he did was he just drove directly to the police station because he wanted to just report it right away because maybe they can go catch it. Maybe the police can go out there and they'll have more luck with it. Well, when he got to the police station, he told a story to the police. And once again, they were just like, yeah, sure. Okay, we'll just add it to the pile. But he was like, hold on. I actually have proof. Come check on my car. He had a gash across the side of his car that was almost 20 inches long, which I mean, I don't think that. I mean, my fingernails are not that long, you know, yeah. but if a person tried to just scratch the side of the car to be cool, like, I don't think I could do that. That probably would hurt. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I might lose my head in the process, but hey, I might make it on the front page news. Well, I don't recommend anyone trying that, by the way. Um, <laughs> with reports like this coming in and growing fear within the citizens, the police continued to field reports and they were trying to get more and more evidence on whether this creature or creatures actually existed. There's only been one person to be reported as having proof that the Lake Worth monster actually exists. It was a man named Alan Plaster. And in October of 1969, he reportedly was near the creature and had a camera and was able to snap a photo. Now, I've looked at this photo a lot. And then I looked at it again for a while. And it seems too good to be true. And then at the same time, too bad to be true, if that makes sense. I've never said that before. But the reason I'm saying that is because the picture looks like Bigfoot. But I don't know if you've all ever done this, but you can invert the colors or inverse the colors of a picture. So whatever was like white or light colored, it'll turn dark and then whatever's dark colored, it'll turn really light. So it kind of looked like a Bigfoot, right? That was surrounded by a black background or whatever. And then Alan or whoever like inverse the photo. So then everything was really dark. And then this creature looked like it was glowing white. So I don't know if you could say that that is a hundred percent proof, but this is the only photo of the creature that is out there. And actually let me send the picture to you real quick so that way you can look at it and then you let me know what you think because I'd like some other input on this. Okie dokie. Okay, so I just sent you the picture and you take a look at it. You let me know what you think. It's the first one that's on there. Like, It's not scary. It's kind of what it's weird though. <laughs> it, it is weird because like you don't know like is that thing real? Is, I mean, because even if it was just Bigfoot, like let's say Alan caught a picture of Bigfoot. That would be crazy. Right? Yeah. But then again, this creature, the Lake Worth monster, is supposed to be half man, half goat. So this doesn't really look half man, half goat to me. Yeah, that doesn't look like half man, half goat. Well, okay. So back to the police investigation, right? Because we were talking about that and we were hoping that maybe they could figure out if whether the Lake Worth monster is real or not. Well, we were hoping that they had some proof. Maybe it's tracks or branches after John had that run in with the Lake Worth monster. But the police said that they didn't find anything to corroborate his story. And with their investigation further going on, 
Some police reports said that they found school kids who reportedly had a gorilla suit and were running around pretending to be the Lake Worth monster. And then they also say that there was another man who lived close to the lake, and he had made claims, he had reported to the police that he actually had, like, monkeys, and he had them, like, I don't think, I think they were pets, and they actually escaped and made their way into the forest. So he believes that when people saw whatever jumping around the tops of the trees or coming out of the forest, and they were like, oh my gosh, what is this thing? You know, because who's expecting monkeys in Texas? I guess unless you go to the zoo. But... <laughs> But they're saying that it, it might have been just monkeys coming out and jumping through the trees and even jumping on cars. And, I mean, seeing that as a surprise would be startling to anyone. So the cops are, I think they're torn between, like, okay, there's a lot of evidence here. These kids are just pulling some pranks, making some jokes, walking around in a gorilla suit. And then we have these monkeys. I don't. I tried to find more proof that there was actually monkeys who escaped, but I didn't really find anything to prove that they were actually there or even got out into the wild so is he real or i guess is it real well that depends on who you ask the police investigation didn't yield any real proof of its existence and to this day people still claim that something calls the greer island in lake worth home and whatever it is it comes out to torment and scare the locals the people in the area have finally fully i guess accepted the lake worth monster they actually had a monster party in October of 2019 to honor the 50th year anniversary of this creature. Really? And yeah, it was so cool. I kind of thought it was a yearly thing. And I was like, okay, when I come back to visit you all, we're going to go up there. And they had a costume contest. That's and cool. it was so cool. I don't know when they're going to do it again. They had a costume contest. They had kayaking. They had like history of this creature, probably more than I was able to find. So that would be great to go for the podcast update. And you know, it just looked like it was so much fun. A big festival, music and everything. So whenever it does happen, we're going to have to go through that next time. Yes. But I, we're kind of at the end of this episode because I tried to find more and more information. There was actually a book written on the Lake Worth monster. And I kind of wanted to get into that a little bit. But I was reading about that. And the author who wrote that book said that they wish they didn't write the book. And then they also said that they saw the creature three times in person after the fact that they wrote the book. So a lot of the details they wrote about possibly could have changed. So I didn't want to write about the book. So, But if you want to, I'll put pictures of the book and the name on the website. But I don't know if I fully think that it exists. I mean, it kind of can make sense because, you know, the supernatural, anything's possible. And who's to say that there's not something living on the island that people actually don't get to go to all the time? It's like in the middle of the lake. So if there's a goat human man creature out there. I don't know how it's getting across the lake. Maybe it could swim, but people are saying it's there. What do you all think? Um, I don't know. I don't like to believe in that stuff, but it okay. sounds, sounds kind of real because like, I don't know, you say so many people have seen it. And if they all describe it the same way, it's like, eh, maybe. Possibly. I do... I do always say, uh, just real quick, is that if um, if there's so many reports, like you said, if a lot of people are talking about it, then there has to be like one shred of truth, even if like most of the story is false. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. What about the rest of you? I definitely believe it. 
Okay. Is it because you want to go to the festival? Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> I think it'd be really cool. It'd be so much fun. But okay, you guys. Well, you're coming with us. What do you mean? Us? <laughs> you're coming too. <laughs> well, with all this said, I guess we're just gonna have to leave the mystery out there because until we go out there ourselves, we just gotta mm-hmm. wait till somebody else has proof. So. With that said, that's the end of the story that we have for now, the Lake Worth Monster. But besides that, I was in Texas, and okay, the cat's out of the bag. I had to leave because of some time things, but we're still recording the episode for Texas together with the family that I spent some time with. They adopted me, so I'm officially part of their family, and I had the best time with you all. Do you want to tell them a little bit about what we did? Well... It started off by uh, me roughing you up in Walmart a little bit. (laughs) Be careful you see Diamond in the Walmart house. (laughs) She caught me off guard. No, yeah, we had a great time, though. We had a great time. The kids loved you, so. They're so cool. You know, it was so much fun to just hang out, and we played Among Us. And I don't know how, but Tyranny was, we knew Tyranny was the villain, and yet nobody caught her. Yeah, and she won. She ended up winning, yeah. Crazy. <laughs> but it was so much fun hanging out, and and we played, what was that game that we played? Uh, oh, Incoherent. Incoherent. We gotta play that again. If you guys out there ever want a good game for a party, then get Incoherent, because that's hilarious. And then other than that, uh, when I was in Texas, I went to try Whataburger, and I'm going to say I liked it. Oh, yeah. I don't. Their I like. are huge, though, and they're, like, their larges are, like, gigantic. They didn't ask me if I wanted a large. And I, <laughs> you know, and I was like, I thought, because I was so hungry, I was like, I thought I could get some giant, giant burger, but it came out huge anyway. Yeah, and then it w- it was really good. It was I don't know. It was just different. It wasn't like fast food. It was so fresh, and the spicy ketchup was really good. So I liked it. And then um, I went to go see the AT and T Stadium where the Dallas Cowboys play, and then got to go to the mall, and then <laughs> went on a road trip till one thirty in the morning by myself. <laughs> well, but it was really fun. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to say that. What'd you say? I didn't mean to say that. I'm sorry. What'd you say? I said Alicia, but I don't know what was going to come after that. They're safe. She's just say Alicia alive. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. No, you're fine. Don't be sorry. <laughs> the good thing is that we had a great time. So I really appreciate you all hanging out with me and being a part of today's episode. And then Thank I also... Oh. It's been a pleasure. Well, and then even more than that, y'all adopted me, so I'm yes. going to start expecting an allowance. Oh. Ah. That's the attorney's department. You know, she'll get you a new fan. Just ask. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. Well, with that said, I'm going to end the episode, but I want to thank you all so much um, for being a part of today's episode. Most definitely. And then everybody out there in podcast land for listening, I really appreciate you hanging out there through this road trip. We're almost done, which is great, but still so many exciting adventures to take place so don't forget to look at instagram and facebook to see all of our behind the scenes so that's at campfire adventures podcast 
And then we have even more behind the scenes at our website at www.campfireadventurespodcast.com. And with all that said, we are in a hotel room and in a house. So every noise you hear is because we're indoors. <laughs> and then <laughs> other than that, no, it's <laughs> no, completely fine. And then um, other than that, whether you listen to this during the day or the evening, have a good day or good evening. Goodbye. Bye.